Hello and thank you for listening to episode 236 of 60 Minutes With. I'm Dave and this is another of our soundcheck shows. And this one's quite a different one. This is very different to our normal soundcheck shows, where members of the team talk about an album that they love. It's different to our soundcheck interview shows, where I chat to people from across the music industry. And of course it's different to the soundcheck em out shows, where I play songs from various bands, usually rock bands, yes, uh, who are new to me, hopefully new to you, and then you go out and buy their music. We do have another soundcheck show incoming very soon. If you follow us on Twitter, you may have already seen the video I made of it. We're going to start a soundcheck SOS show. Yes, it's me and Tina. If you remember the movie SOS shows, and they haven't disappeared for good, they will be back. Uh, we're going to do the music version of them where I... <laughs> I subject her, and me too, to be honest. We're both going to suffer, I think, from albums that I buy from charity shops. I collect albums from charity shops, normally for the cover, normally because they're autographed, and they're usually by people from the 1970s who I've never heard of. So we're going to sit down and listen to an album and then chat about it and play a few songs from it. So I've put a video up on uh, on our Twitter account, at 60 Minutes With, where I give you six choices of the albums to choose from. So I'm recording this now as I desperately look at the date. It's the 14th of April. Uh, probably going to record it next week. So um, this episode will be out in plenty of time that you two can vote on that. So this one, this is... I thought, what can I call it? And I thought I'm going to call it just Soundcheck Memories because everything that's going on at the moment across the whole world, it's a weird time. And uh, it's it's a time for reflection, among other things. And I thought, ah, what songs mean a lot to me? Because songs do jog your memory. It's uh, it's like smell, isn't it? You know, some of the senses are more powerful than others. Of taking you back to a certain moment in time. So I thought, I'm going to pick three songs that mean a lot to me. Now, what do I mean when I say mean a lot to me? It can mean, it can have something to do with your children, with relationships, with events, with emotions. There's so many things that music is connected to and is linked in your mind. And it didn't take too long, to be completely honest with you. I did come up with all sorts of different songs. Oh, I could pick this and I could pick that. And I'll go through the three that I picked. It's quite funny, really, when I had chosen them and I looked back. And I thought, this does kind of take me on a musical journey through my life. It's weird how that happened. So I'm going to start off 1974, the summer of 1974. Uh, it was I was eight years old. It was just before my ninth birthday, 1974. Oh, my word. Uh, a long time ago now, <laughs> a lot longer with every passing year, of course. 74, the year of Big flares. Flares so big that as kids you could take your dad's trousers and use them as two tents to camp out in the garden with your mate. Flares were that big. Haircuts on men that, well, didn't look like they'd had a haircut, really. Every man had got long hair and big sideburns. And a moustache. What happened to moustaches? They've gone. Beards have come in. If you've got a beard, you're a man. Back then, you just needed a big tash. That's all you wanted. And everything was in some sort of shade of brown. You think of things from the 20s and 30s, and you think, oh, everything was black and white. 
you think back to the 70s and you see yeah, it was beige everything was beige it was as though everything was filmed in sepia in the 70s so it's march 1974 eight-year-old me wanders down to Woolworths because you could do that back then as an eight-year-old you could just walk a couple of miles by yourself into town with no worries your parents didn't mind didn't ask where you were going and I'd got my pocket money I'd saved my pocket money and I can't remember how much pocket money I was getting back in 1974 uh, I don't know maybe it was 5p a week or something it wasn't a lot and I'd saved for ages and I'd been listening to the charts for a while now and watching Top of the Pops. And there was one particular song that I'd seen on Top of the Pops. And I thought, I want to buy that. I really want to listen to it a lot. Because remember, back then, no internet and all the kind of stuff that we're used to now. No Spotify, nothing like that. If you wanted to listen to something, well then, you had to watch Top of the Pops or you had to listen to the radio. And if you were very naughty, you could tape something off the radio. But I went to buy my very first single. So I walked into town and walked into Woolworths. Now, I looked at the popular 100 hits in the UK from 1974 just to see what other songs could I have chosen that year instead of this one. And things that were in the band. So the, of the top 100 popular hits in the UK of 1974... Bay City Rollers had four of them, four out of the top 100. Oh, and I so wanted the Bay City Rollers trousers. I wanted a white pair with the tartan down the sides and across the bottom and the big flares and they finished above your ankles. <laughs> In my defence, I was eight years old. Okay, I don't want them anymore. <laughs> it's, but at that time, I desperately wanted a pair and I never got them, which was a pain in the backside. Also having four out of the top 100 was Gary Glitter. Yeah, I know, it's, you shouldn't really say his name anymore, but damn it, I grew up loving his music. Not him as a person, or what he's done since. I loved his music. I still love his music. The songs I grew up with, I think they're great songs. So he had four in the top 100. One of them, ironically called, Remember Me This Way. <laughs> yes, Gary, everybody will remember you in one particular way right now. Also having four in the top 100 was the Wombles. The Wombles had four top 10 hits. Don't even get me started on the reboot of the Wombles. The CG animated reboot of the Wombles. That's one for the Rancho, really. Uh, again, having four. Mud had four. Awesome songs. I can still do the Tiger Feet dance right now, all these years later. Uh, probably a lot slower than I was when I was eight. I've got to be careful I don't put my back out, but I can still do it. Slade had four in the top 100, an early band that slowly eked my way into getting into rock music. ABBA, Waterloo, number one, the first big band that I got on into. I've talked about this in previous soundcheck shows. ABBA were the first band that I got heavily into, and this was the year I got into them. Then I got into ELO and then I got into KISS. That's the three big bands that I've been into in my lifetime. At number 14 in the top 100 of 1974, Susie Quattro, Devilgate Drive. Who would have thought that 45 years later I would be doing an interview show with her? How crazy is that? If I went back and told my eight-year-old self, you're going to be doing a show with Susie Quattro in 45 years. What would I have said? I don't know. I don't know. I'd have probably got just 
I don't know, a bit tingly in my pants, much like I did when I did the interview show with her. It's 45 years go by so quick. At number one was David Essex and Gonna Make You a Star. That was the most popular song in the UK in 1974. Well, I know I've been out of style. None of those, though, were the single that I bought. From seeing this band on top of the pops, and it wasn't I loved the video, I loved the, the look of the band or anything like that, I just genuinely loved the song. And I'm going to tease you even longer, because before I even get onto that song, when I went through the top 100 of 1974, there were names I didn't recognise. But as soon as I saw the song titles, the songs were in my head and they would not go away. So I'm going to do the same to you. I'm going to put some songs in your head and I can guarantee that at least one of them will be in your head for the rest of the day. And it's a little quiz as well. I've got a few names here. Let's see if you can name the song. And remember, this is 1974 UK. First name, Terry Jacks. What song did Terry Jacks sing? A little, a little pause there for you. It was Seasons in the Sun. Think of me and I'll be there. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. But the hills that we climbed were just seasons out of time. Goodbye, Papa, please pray for me. I was the black sheep of the family. Tried to teach me right from wrong. And now you've already got one song in your head. I'm going to put some more. I should really have recognised this name. And I'm kicking myself that I didn't, I didn't know what song it was. How about Carl Douglas? What song did Carl Douglas sing? Oh, it was the classic. And don't try doing this, you know. We've got to be careful that we don't hospitalise ourselves at this time. We've got to keep the hospitals, you know, clear for everybody that really needs it. Don't be doing any stupid kicks or anything because the song is Kung Fu Fighting. Everybody was Kung Fu Next up is, again, a name. I thought, oh, it was sort of, I sort of recognise it. The name, couldn't tell you the song, the name, Sweet Sensation. And I, this was a great song as well. I remember this one vividly. The song is, of course, Sad Sweet Dreamer. more before we get into the songs that I picked. 
Stephanie de Sykes and Rain. I don't know. Stephanie de Sykes and Rain. They sang Born With A Smile On My Face. You know what, I'm sat here thinking all of these songs are so much better than anything that's in the charts today. Not as I could really tell you what's in the charts. If somebody offered me a million pounds, I could not tell you what was at number one in the charts. But on the odd occasion where I hear music blasting out from somewhere, uh, it's a sign that I'm old, I think. I've just got to admit I'm old now and moan when any, I hear anything on the radio and go, oh, it's not as good as what I used to listen to. That's not music. <laughs> and that's exactly the way that I say it, too. Uh, a few more. Jimmy Ruffin. Can you remember what Jimmy Ruffin sang? What Becomes of the Broken Hearted is his song. And that one, of course, was the toilet song of dads everywhere. <laughs> At least my dad. I'm sure many other dads sang it as well. Uh, singing What Becomes of the Broken Hearted, Paid a Penny and Only Farted. He would sing very loudly when that came on. Uh, and so I guess this is back when paying one pence to use a, to a public toilet was the fee, which is a bit more expensive now as well. Uh, also, number 24 was Sylvia. And she sang a song that Tina brought up in the latest Soundcheck-themed tunes show. And it's Eviva España. And an honourable mention has to go to number 25 on the list of the top 100. And it's Ray Stevens and The Streak, which I bought three months after the first song that I'm going to play. Uh, it hit number one in the UK charts in June 1974. And yes, much like the first song I'm going to play, I still have the single of this all these years later. So, uh, and yes, I still find it very funny as well, as daft as it is. Hello, everyone. This is your Action News reporter with all the news that is news across the nation on the scene at the supermarket. There seems to have been some disturbance here. Pardon me, sir. Did you see what happened? Yeah, I did. I was standing over by the tomatoes, and here he comes, running through the pole beans, through the fruits and vegetables, naked as a jaybird. And I hollered over at Ethel. I said, don't look, Ethel. And it's too late. She'd already been in scenes. Boogie there, boogie there. They go. Boogie there, boogie there. And he ain't wearing no clothes. Oh, yes, they call him the street. 
fastest thing on two feet. Look at that, look at that. He's just as proud as he can be. His anatomy, he gonna give us a peek. And so that finally takes me to the very first single that I bought. And it was number six in the top 100 of that year in the UK. And it's Paper Lace, Billy Don't Be a Hero. Yep, it went to number one over here. It went to number one in Ireland and Australia. It only reached number 96 in America. Come on, America. They have got a good excuse, though, because apparently Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods had already released it. Uh, so that's why it didn't do very well. Um, yeah, it, it, did, it did pretty good. Worldwide, it was followed up by a single called The Night Chicago Died, which got to number three in the UK, uh, and number one in Australia, and that got to number one in America. Uh, but that was it for chart success. It was those two singles, and then they just sort of faded away. Uh, in 1990, three original members of Paper Lace, Philip Wright, uh, Mick Vaughan and Chris Morris, they were given financial backing to re-record Billy Don't Be a Hero with an up-to-date sound, but it was never released because Gulf War began. The BBC produced a list of songs it deemed inappropriate at the time with the Gulf War going on, and Billy Don't Be a Hero was one that was deemed inappropriate. I would love to hear that recording of it from 1990 but hey i've got the original single from 74 of the original recording and it's a great song i don't know if you've heard it or not i'm guessing that some of the listeners just going purely from the age of some of you that i know through our interactions on twitter and everywhere online that you will recognize it maybe some of you won't but as eight-year-old me back in march 1974 i bloody love this song and I still love it now. Let's see if you do. Here's Paper Lace, Billy Don't Be a Hero.
fiance got a letter that told how Billy died that day. The letter said that he was a hero. She should be proud he died that way. I heard she threw the letter away. So, what did you think of that? Think it still holds up? And does it compare to what you're listening to today? I love it. I think it's great. But then, you know, I've got a lot of years history with it. Let's move forward now. Not too far. We're going to go to the summer of 1979. A few months before my 14th birthday. And I'm at school and a mate who has got a French exchange student staying over male because he went to an all-boys grammar school so it was a male french exchange student cup i'm saying that slowly because that's a bit of a tongue twister french exchange stu- student try saying that after a few beers uh, and the french lad brought over as a present dynasty kiss album the latest one that had been released or dynasty for our american listeners and my bait brought it in he listened to it he loved it he gave it to me and said here i've listened to this and I was transfixed by the cover. If you're not familiar with the cover of Dynasty, the Kiss album from 79, just go and have a look. It's just the four faces. I hadn't seen anything like it. They were like superheroes, not human. And they just stared at the cover for ages. This is in the time when you would stare at cover for ages. You'd look at the back cover for ages. You'd read every word on the back cover. You'd open it up. And if you were lucky, there was a lyric sheet in it and extra stuff. And you'd just read every word again and again and again. And I was looking at the cover thinking, oh my word, what is this music going to be like? I'd not got a clue. I couldn't wait to get home from school that day. And I was in such a rush that I went to the record player and I put it on. And as I've said before, I had my ritual. I always put on the big headphones. So my first time listening was sat there, headphones on, eyes shut. And I was in such a rush that I put side two on first instead of side one, unbeknownst to me. I just threw it on, I went to listen to it. And then it's the first song of side side two that I listened to, which I'll say in a minute. But this began my obsession with Kiss. And again, regular listeners, people that follow us online, know of my obsession with Kiss. I've seen them 31 times live now. Uh, I went completely bonkers. I just blew whatever pocket money I'd got at the time on their entire back catalogue of albums. I bought every album as soon as they came out. I just went crazy. I cut newspaper clippings out. It didn't take long before my bedroom walls and ceiling were covered in Kiss posters. I painted Kiss logos and Kiss faces on my bedroom door my school books and bags were covered in kiss logos and faces and all sorts of stuff and that obsession still sort of continues today uh, all these years later 40 what 41 years later 
And the fact that they're still going as a band is incredible. And you could argue, well, it's not Kiss, you know, it's not the original four and they're not putting out new albums. And I would love to hear new music by them. It's a shame that for the last 20 odd years, they've just been not an active band as such. Well, as far as putting out new music goes, there's hardly been anything. But come those times when I see them live and that curtain's there and it drops, my hairs go on end and I become my 14 year old self. So I thank them for still allowing me to be 14, especially on the times that I've seen them so many times live. And it all began with this one album and the very first song that I listened to because I put side two on by mistake and it's Charisma.
Now I'll hold my hand up and say that is not the best Kiss song by a long way. It's not even my favourite Kiss song. My favourite Kiss song is Naked City from Unmasked, which is probably it. Probably get a few heckles up. Controversial, maybe, but it's my favourite Kiss song. Other 1979 albums, I mean, this is 79 again, I've talked about before, was the year that I, I'd got, gone into ABBA, and then I got heavily into ELO, and then this is the year that I got into Kiss, and then this is when I got into rock music properly. And I went through the 80s, rock music for the 80s, come on, what a great time to grow up. Hair metal, <laughs> come on. Uh, Scorpions. Love Drive, 1979. Uh, and I've got my favourite bands as well. Previously, ABBA released Voulez-Vous. ELO released Discovery. I love both of those albums. But when I listened to Scorpions and Love Drive and I'd got Kiss and Dynasty. And then in early 1980, Judas Priest released British Steel. My 80s musical journey was set. You know, that's it. I was done. I was on the rock train. I'm still on it. And... God damn it, I'm not getting off it. I refuse to get off it. Uh, and as well, I've got in late 1978, Boney M released Night Flight to Venus, of which I've done a soundcheck show about. And crazily, that out of what? This is episode 236. My soundcheck show about Boney M Night Flight to Venus album is our most downloaded show. It's crazy, isn't it? I don't know why it's that one, but hey, if it's going to be one, why not that one? Now we're going to take a big jump in time. We're going to go to the winter of 2015. I am now 50 years old at this point. Oh, my word. Time went, but, and trust me, in the time it's taken you to listen to that, from me being 14, uh, well, from 8 to 14 to 50, it does feel as though it went that quick in the time that you've listened to it. It just went, boom, it's gone by in a flash. Now, I dropped out of music for 25 years at this point. The 90s come in, grunge, <laughs> horrible thing that it is, killed off the music that I loved. And I did the bands that I was really into, all those rock bands with Kiss and Priest and Scorpions and Twisted Sister and so on and so forth. They changing a little bit and they weren't putting out as much. And I did, I dropped out of music. I rarely bought an album, didn't listen to any music on the radio or anything like that. And then winter of 2015 came around when I was at Hard Rock Hell in Patheli. And we've done a podcast about it. In fact, it was a two-part podcast. Please go back and listen to that if you're interested. We got a lot of interviews with a lot of bands that were playing on that day. Well, over those days. One of the bands that we talked to was Bigfoot. A band formed in 2014 from Wigan. And they got their self-titled EP that was out. And I saw them. And I was blown away completely blown away and I picked up the EP and I played it and I played it and I played it and there was one particular song on there that I just became obsessed with and it was then that I I truly discovered I mean I'd listened I, there was I, there was albums and songs that had been released in the meantime I thought yes that was good but I wasn't really too bothered about rock music at this point. I thought, oh, I'm, like, I'm 50 at this point. I've got the catalogue of bands and songs that I like, and I enjoy re-listening to them. I don't need any more. Plus, there's no more good rock music being made, is there? Well, there is. There's a shitload of, <laughs> of great rock music being made, which, thankfully, I've been discovering for the last five years. 
a lot of it to do with these shows as well. It's a big fuck. Yeah, formed in 2014 from Wigan. They got the self-titled EP out in that year. The next year, they got the second EP out, Stone Soldiers. They were still not on the label. 2017, they put the first album out on Frontiers Music, which again, if you've listened to our soundcheck shows, I've mentioned Frontiers Music quite a lot. Um, it was self-titled. And then they split last year. I was gutted the band split up in 2019. But I will forever thank them for getting me into rock music. And um, I'm going to hold back and tell you the name of the song because I'm going to end the show playing that song. But I put on Twitter, I said what I was going to do. And this was only the other day. And thank you to everyone that's given me some quick feedback. I said, you know, I'm going to talk about three songs that mean a lot to me. Tell me three songs that mean a lot to you. So on Twitter, at F. F. Liljegren, Frederick in Sweden. He said, Love Me Tender by Elvis Presley. Uh, sang it to my oldest daughter every night for her first years in this world. That's a great one. Can't Help Falling in Love, Elvis Again, Our Wedding Waltz. Of course, you know, wedding songs, that's always a big one. And You Shook Me All Night Long, ACDC, because it never fails to put me in a good mood. I'm with you there on that one, Frederick, definitely. Uh, at Alan J. Sanders. Alan from The Wilder Ride and The Ranch Shows and ABC Affording Ahead on us as well. Uh, Limelight's by Rush. I've used it as my radio show open for years. It represents so much about me. Lyrically, it even quotes Shakespeare and is one of my favourite songs. The next one he picks is Comfortably Numb by Pink Floyd. I have loved this band since first hearing The Wall. I've since gotten almost all of their albums, including live recordings and digital re-releases. And the third one that he picked was Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol. Before she became my second wife, Susan was there for me at what felt like the lowest point in my life. This song captured something about us and is still our ringtones. It, ed it edges out I Want You To Want Me by Cheap Trick, which is our backup song. Isn't that great? They both still got it as their ringtones as well. He also gives honourable mentions. Eyes of a Stranger by Queensryche. Uh, and he puts really the entire Operation Mindcrime album. In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. Subdivisions by Rush. Twilight Zone by Golden Earring. Oh, if I had to pick Golden Earring, I'd have to pick Radar Love. Uh, Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Master of Puppets by Metallica. And Run Like Hell by Pink Floyd. At It's Only Kevin. I will always love you. He said it was number one when his brother died suddenly at aged only 45 years old. Again, that's another example, isn't it? You know, you can have music and it'll stick with you. It could be a happy occasion. It could be a sad occasion. It's just all these emotions that music is linked with is just like incredible. His second one is You Make Me Feel Brand New. He said it was our song when caught in. And he finishes by saying, you won't play this, but he's saying I won't play something because it's not rock music, Kevin. How dare you? You won't play this, but the most beautiful song is from 12 Songs by Rachmaninoff. And it's number seven, How Peaceful This Spot. It makes me shiver. Wow, that's a good selection there with some, uh, some classical thrown in as well. Uh, and At Art by Leanne Wan. Uh, Journey, Don't Stop Believing. It was special to me and my sister because we both loved Kid Rock. It's the song Kid Rock would play before he came on stage. Often at different times when I was feeling down, she would remind me of this song. I lost her in 2016 and I miss her. Blackbird by the Beatles. In my dance class, we were blackbirds and sang Bye Bye Blackbird. 
but I just knew the Beatles song was for me. Can't Find My Way Home, Blind Faith, still gives me goosebumps. Piney Wood, Piney Woods Hills, Buffy St. Marie spoke to me so deeply then and still does. Uh, junior high school, the new school wasn't finished, so we went split sessions. I was fortunate to be on the second shift. Home Alone All Morning, I rocked out to WPLO-FM, Underground Rock Station, and they played Can't Find My Way Home every day. Uh, the library had a Buffy St. Marie album. I kept it checked out. <laughs> That's awesome. So some great, great choices there. Again, some I've not heard of. I'll have a listen to them. And like I said, it just shows how memory and music are so connected. Uh, I think it's a good time. While we all can't do as much as we'd like to do, Sit down, play some of your favourite songs. Get in touch with us, tweet us, email us some of your favourite songs. And why they're your favourite songs. And I'll mention them in, a, in an upcoming show. Of course, the way that you can do that, let's finish with the housekeeping. As always, the website, 60minuteswith.co.uk. There's a contact us form on there. Or you can email us direct, contact at 60minuteswith.co.uk. Also on there, there's a listener feedback section. Uh, it's so easy now to leave us feedback. Rate us out of one to five stars. We don't care if you rate us one or five. Obviously, we'd prefer it if you give us five, but give us some honest feedback. It takes two minutes to do. It's so easy to do. Uh, there'll be a link in the podcast notes for the show. Uh, it does help us to get more competition prizes, helps us to get more interview guests, and it just generally raises awareness of our podcast in what is becoming an increasingly busy podcast world. There's so many shows out there. And go and discover some too. Again, you know, while we're all stuck inside, look for some new podcasts to listen to. Look for independent podcasts. There's so many that are out there that are either celebrity-fronted or corporate ones. They've got big corporates behind them, like the BBC and all of this. And they're so easy to find and pushed in your face. Go and hunt out the independent shows like us. There's so many out there and you will find them. They all do shows about something that you love. So have a listen to them. Give them your patronage. Uh, Twitter, Facebook. Facebook? Jeez. Twitter and Instagram. I, we dropped Facebook over two years ago. Twitter and Instagram at 60 Minutes with Twitter. Plenty of competition still going on on there. Uh, and that's how you'll find things out, like the video that I did today about where you can choose what album me and Tina are going to listen to. It's it's instant. And again, I know not everybody's got Twitter, but if you want to grab it and follow us, we do lots of stuff on there that you can keep an eye on. Uh, Reddit, uh, 60 Minutes with Podcasts. That's another way that you can leave feedback on the shows, each individual episode. And also on the website, there are now two links that you can really help us out with. Um, Financially, they cost you no extra money to yourself if you shop at Amazon UK or if you buy anything from CD Keys, which is the cheap place for buying uh, digital video games or credit for your consoles. If you buy the, through the links through Amazon or CD Keys on our website at no extra cost to yourselves, uh, we get a little kickback from them and it helps to keep us online and keep doing what we love doing. So that would be much appreciated. Thank you very much. So to finish off from 2015, Bigfoot that I was talking about, sadly now no longer a band, but forever in my heart for getting me back into rock music. And they really were the catalyst for me starting the Soundcheck Em Out shows 
I'm finding lots of other rock bands and rock music that I've shared. And I've had great feedback of people saying, oh, this is awesome. We're going to buy this music. So it's good to do our little bit of helping new rock bands to find a new audience as well. So I hope you enjoyed the three songs that I picked. I could have picked so many others. Maybe I'll do another show with some also rands. I don't know. Give me feedback. Should I? It'll be good to hear from you. So let's end the show. You know we always finish these soundcheck shows with wanting to turn it up as loud as you can. Because this is a good rock song. And it's Bigfoot, The Other Side of Paradise. (laughs) 